How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing well. And really excited to welcome back, I think for the third time, Chad. Hello, sir. Hey, how's it going, Mike? It is going well. So we're going to dive right into this this episode. You may remember Chad from previous gems, such as the Yacht Rock podcast from last summer, almost exactly a year ago today. We're pretty close mm-hmm. to when we recorded that. Uh, we also recorded a few months back uh, talking about the vault songs that we would like to be retired for a period of time. Mm-hmm. And today's idea sprung from a party that was hosted by Chad a few weeks ago where he bestowed upon us a gift. And my immediate reaction was, that's a podcast episode. <laughs> so, Chad, what was your thought process in buying said gift and how did that come about? Uh, well, I went into, uh, there's a local store called Time Bomb Vintage, and um, I was just uh, browsing through there one day, and they had a, a large selection of old collectible cards from the 80s and 90s, unopened packs, and one of the packs I saw was, I don't know, what is it called, Pro Set or something? I don't know what they're all, but it's, it's like music cards from the early 90s, and I thought it would be a lot of fun to buy a pack and then open it and see what we get and then talk about it. And if we have any reactions to it, maybe everybody there's forgettable. I don't know what it's going to be, <laughs> but I thought it would be kind of fun to do it. Um, and the original plan was form. to do it at the party. And yeah. when I got this, I was like, no, we need to save this. So I will, I posted a picture of this on Twitter and I'll be sure to post pictures of the cards as well so you can play along at home. So wait, uh, wait, before you open this up. Yeah. Uh, 91, 92. I, I Googled to see when these were made. Yeah, it says uh, copyright 1991 printed mm-hmm. in the USA. So it seemed like Series 2 might have might be 92, but, you know, that maybe it just came out in 92. Any... Any bold predictions on what we're going to see here? Well, just let me let me read off the the cover of the package. Mm-hmm. So it's this purple and black leopard print, uh, a very '90s font, very very '90s coloring. Ten hot photo cards with hot. facts and photos of your favorite rock, rap, and pop stars. Pro set superstars music cards with just one C, so it's like all one word music cards. Mm-hmm. Nice. 80 new cards, season series two, collect all 340. That's a lot of cards. Uh, wow. And also at the bottom it says, win a rock and roll trip down under. So, <laughs> would be the saddest thing like, ever if we pull that. If we won. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Post is a company anymore, so. I don't, I don't think they're going to they're gonna honor it if we pull it. No, it's probably so, past the statute of limitations. So 1991 is a pretty important year in terms of, like, you know, 
Nirvana exploded at the end of, of 91, but I'm thinking we're getting none of that in these, these packs. I'm pretty sure. I'm guessing it's late 80s stuff. I, I th- yeah, I think it's going to be late 80s, maybe 1990-ish. I was thinking we'll maybe, see. I, I think my guess was like salt and pepper. There would be a salt and pepper card in here. Right. You had said, uh, what, Boys to Men? Boys to Men was my... That seems like a solid choice, Chad. I feel like they were height of their powers around that I, time. What do you I thought? Um, <clears throat> maybe Snap or uh, what's that band? Is it EMF? Was that the Unbelievable was, song? Unbelievable. unbelievable. Was Wasn't that? Is that that ninety ninety one? We're gonna get a, that, gonna get a Jesus Jones. Jesus Jones. <laughs> <laughs> right here, right now. <laughs> right here, right now. That'd be good. I think there might be some hair metal residuals in there too, Ooh, like some warrants. Could be. There yeah, might be uh, Guns and Roses. Could potentially Guns and Roses, Bon Jovi, maybe. Yeah, Bon Jovi's a solid call. That's bon- that's like Bad Religion time, right? Ninety-one. Yeah, that's totally, totally going to be a bad, bad Religion card in here. <laughs> be great if it was like bob seger hey yeah there might be janet jackson might be hanging in there janet you know sure is a a strong candidate if there's a bad religion card i will get a bad religion tattoo oh wow wow (laughs) prediction that is a bold statement sir (laughs) you you may be in trouble i i feel confident so let's see anything else about this pack let me there's some writing at the bottom uh so other great prizes are inside. Game piece in every pack. Look for bonus hologram collectible. No purchase necessary to play the instant win game. See backup wrapper for details. Well, I kind of feel like you have to buy the pack to win. So the first thing I saw when I, I Googled this um, for what the date was, was an eBay listing for one card, and I won't say who it was, but they were asking 99 bucks. So wait, should we not open this? Is this? (laughs) I I have a feeling that's pie in the sky. You're the you're the resident Magic the Gathering. This person had bothered to get the card graded and slabbed, and was hoping somebody was going to give them a hundred bucks for it. I think that they're smoking. So if you go on eBay and type in Pro Set Superstars music cards, what happens? Is it? Uh well, I don't want to look too much because what came up for me was individual cards, and I didn't oh. want to spoil the 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 potential fun. Here. I think, yeah, I, think I, I actually can... I do remember I had. A... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I was I was gonna say I do remember I had a few of these cards that were like I got like I remember because I used to collect baseball and football cards, and Pro Set used to put some of those in there as like promotional cards every um, once in a while. I'd get one. Sure. So I remember seeing them around the time, but I never like bought a pack for myself, a full pack. I of imagine these cards. if they're in some kind of nostalgia store, they probably would have ch- checked. Are these worth anything? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that that thing that I saw was somebody dreaming. But there's a whole uh, box of them on eBay for uh, thirty-five dollars. Right. Yeah, I think I paid. Two bucks for the pack. And this There's is also a Madonna card, apparently, that's from this set that is uh, selling for $700 on Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually, since you said that, it was a Madonna card that I saw listed for 90 when I. 
linked it up. So. Well, hey, if we get a Madonna card, then you, you know, Jiffy, might, yeah, just put it in a protector if you get it. If you might get might a uh, cash in, yeah, and there's this, another full box for nine dollars. So I don't this think is, we're yeah, no, I, I agree. Back. This is uh before they started doing like autographs and memorabilia and cards, right? We're not going to pull like a Metallica leather right. patch so you, or are something. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. All right, so I'm, I'm ready. Gonna, yeah. I'm do this close to the microphone so you can hear the pack oh, opening. Now don't look ahead. I'm not looking ahead. Yep. I'm right. oh, one, one at a time. Stack, sure. stack tight. The plastic mm-hmm. is disintegrating. It's not. gum in it. I was gonna say, is there any gum to chew? All right. First card. Chew the gum, Mike. First card. Perfect gentleman. What? I don't even know. <laughs> I am not. It's... We're off to a solid start. Here we go. Is this like, read the back. Is this like magic where you're in the commons and? So I'm showing the cards to oh, my. Oh, so they're co-hosts. they're trying to be yet another one of the R&B groups of that yeah. time. At first, I thought it was maybe Boys to Men, but just from the images. But it's uh, three gentlemen, I believe, in candy striped suits. Mm-hmm. On the back, uh, perfect gentleman, card number 132. Okay. Having, having groomed New Edition, then New Kids on the Block for superstardom during the 1980s, producer Maurice Starr Sr. began the current mm-hmm. decade by launching yet another teen heartthrob, heartthrob vocal group from the Boston area, Perfect Gentleman. Album oh. rated PG, 1990. Uh, members Corey Blakely, Maurice Starr Jr., and Tyrone Sutton. There you go. Perfect gentleman. Oh, first call. Interesting. So this is like a so Maurice, he was the producer for New New Edition, right? Right. That's what they're saying. I, okay. So this yeah. is some kind of so this shoot is an off. attempt at another one of the kind of the boy band mm-hmm. type things, but uh I was just quick looking. They had a hit single Ooh La La, which peaked at number ten on the Billboard Hot One Hundred and number twelve on the R and B hip hop charts. That one I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to recall. I, I used to listen to a little bit of that R&B back in the day, and I don't even recall this band. <laughs> that, that, a, that sounded really like old man on a porch. I, <laughs> I used to listen to a little bit of the of the R&B. <laughs> the new Jack Swing, right? Isn't that what that was? Let me see if hmm. this is interesting. On. Is Perfect Gentleman on Spotify? Can we find it? Oh, I know that song, Ola La I've heard that. I can't recall how it goes, but I have heard that song. It really sounds like New Kids on the Block. Yeah. Yeah. So... All right. Yep. Chad, it's Mike. It's, I think I, it's it's I feel 19. Like sorry, sorry, go ahead. No. <laughs> um, I was just saying they're so obscure. I feel like there might be a bad religion card here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to get a tattoo. <laughs> well, I think I think we're gonna find out because we're gonna go to card number two. Uh, well, card one. Card one is a uh, little bit of a dud. It's yeah. an appet- appetizer. So, just for reference here, Chad, what were you like? What would be the most likely CD in your CD player in 1991? 
Oh, um, in 91, mm-hmm. I really liked, I did actually like a lot of R&B. So I was into Tony, 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 Color Me Bad. Mm-hmm. I listened to uh, Two Live Crew. So uh, there so may be more in your hip-hop. In yeah, your a lot of hip-hop that I really liked, too. What about uh, you, Mike? What 91, what was most likely this most likely CD in your CD player? 91, that was certainly Guns N' Roses. Use Your Illusion 1 and 2, Skid Row. Mm-hmm. Listen to a lot of Skid Row. Queensryche. Uh, certainly, my friends were listening to hip-hop. I would listen to it while they had it, but that's not usually what I was listening to. Like, on my Disman, on the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what else? Yeah, those bands. And then once I learned of... The whole Seattle sound coming out, I kind of dove headfirst into all that stuff. All right, but that was more late in 91. That's later 91, yeah. I think early so I, 91. And I mean, also stuff like Paula Abdul, Janet Jackson. <laughs> so this, again, you're going to be more in your awesome. in your wheelhouse. I was almost exclusively listening to like Faith No More, Jane's Addiction at that point, and then like indie bands that older, cooler friends were making me listen to. So, mm-hmm. you know. A lot of these missed me, unless we pull like a Hoodoo Gurus card, and then I'm, I'm going to be hold this kind of excited. See if you guys can can read this. Uh, oh, I can't. I can't. I don't have your screen. It's not focusing quite right. So the second card is a close up of a face looking very uh, sultry into the mm-hmm. camera. Adamski, all one Adams. word. Oh yeah, this is vaguely familiar to me. Adamski. Uh, so card number 30. Okay. Adamski, a space alien. Adamski landed on Earth <laughs> when the moon was in Sagittarius. Nicknamed the Acid Skinhead, Adamski concocted onstage hypnotic, burbling mantras through a wide creative glossary of machine manipulations. His first album, Live and Direct, was a synthesis of live outdoor performances. I'm a little more nervous about the bad religion thing because I was not expecting an acid house DJ to appear in this these cards, fantastic. which is which is <laughs> who he you know is or was. He has a yeah. I don't know if this Ooh. is from that era, but that song, oh, song called that's Killer. really good. Uh, well, Killer was. It, like NRG was the the one that I like a really famous Acid House song I think. Okay, yeah, so that's the one I'm playing now. Here, hang on. It sounds exactly the same as the other song. Yeah, but, but that's so like that period of music and very Manchestery. Yeah, there you go. You are dancing with your big smiley face T-shirt. And- yep. Somebody killing rockas on the uh, stage. Killer sounds like uh, is, isn't George Michael do a version of that? It's like boom, 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 boom. Like when he does that on his uh, it was like a live version. And I feel yeah. like they, part of that might have been in there or something. I, I remember that beat or that sound at that. Also, really the golden cool. age of sampling. So yeah. Ooh. Well, I have no idea where the remaining cards are going to go because that's two artists that's... I'm not terribly familiar with. <laughs> I... Maybe we'll get a KLF card now. I do want to r- remind people, rock, rap, and pop stars, pro set superstars, music cards. Mm-hmm. Just 
I think they had different expectations for these for <laughs> yeah. these artists. Well, he was a big deal in England. Maybe okay. these cards were made in England. All right, we're going to card number three. Oh my goodness! Wow. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? All right, here here the takes are coming hot. They're coming fast. They're coming furious. Is that Guar? That is Guar. Oh my god! No way! You're gonna tattoo tonight. <laughs> I'm so nervous about there being a bad religion. (laughs) So there is an image of one, two, three, four, five members of Gore complete in costume. Yes. Uh, Wow. There's blood all over their weapons and armor. Mm Mm-hmm. Gore for the uninitiated. Card 181. The heavy metal parody quintet Gore, an acronym of unknown meaning, expands to 14 and dresses in elaborate costumes for live performances. Albums, Hello, 1998, and Dogs of the Universe, 1990. Members, Ballsack, The Jaws of Death, on guitar, <laughs> Beefcake the Mighty, on bass, Flatus Maximus, guitar, Odorous Arungus, vocals, mm-hmm. and Jizmac the Gush- Gusher, on drums. Guar, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Wow. Well, I my the first thing I remember about Guar is I do remember uh, many of our mutual friends, some of our mutual friends, Michael from uh, Sibley, would um, go to the shows in '91 and '92, and they would purposely not clean their clothes or change their clothes after the show, so they would come to high school in blood drenched T-shirts <laughs> to, to show off that they had actually been to the Guar show. So that's that's not okay. I never actually went to a bar show. I, I, it's one of my biggest regrets, actually. I did not go to a peach bar show. So I think their music is a lot of this. Mm-hmm. So... I wanted to go to a Guar show, and then they promptly got banned from playing in Athens the entire time that I lived there. <laughs> So that limited my opportunities. I'm sure there were some times in Minneapolis that I could have seen them, but. Well, I think some of the members died, didn't they? Uh, yes, some are not with us anymore. One within the last year or two. Um, well, yeah, but, I mean yeah. these are these are close to 30 years old now, aren't they? These cards. My math is correct. You say so. I'm not that old. I don't know. It's, that can't be right. This just got depressing. <laughs> all right, are we ready for card number four? Is there more to say about Guar? I mean, they, we could do a whole show about Guar if we <laughs> had time, but you know, I'm not a Guar historian or anything. But you know, oh, okay. research. Now, now, you know, I should bring on to... some special guests that I know I've seen them. Mm-hmm. Now we're starting to get into more of the pro set superstars. Tone low. Tone low. Heck oh, yeah. yeah. Nice yeah, pull. So That's business nice. has just mm-hmm. picked up. Card number 138. Tone low is on a beach. Uh, backwards baseball cap, sunglasses pulled down. Got a wife beater on. And Tone low gets his name from the days when he was a member of a Los Angeles street gang. Tone is short for Tony and Loke for Loco. These days, the rap star spends at least one day a week speaking to young children about the dangers of being involved in gang life. Good on you, Tone Loke. 
know what? I actually heard a Tone Loke reference just the other day at the St. Paul Saints game where they introduced oh. the starting pitcher as Funky Cold Molina. So, ah, sure. Nice. So uh, and I had to explain that to my son, who was like, I don't get it. And I told him, it's Tone Loke, Funky Cold Medina. And then they played the song. And he's like, oh, I know this beat. I mean, everybody listened to that back in the day. Oh, I mean, he was huge for, you know, a very short period of time. How is he going so fast? <laughs> yeah, where's your trap beat, Tone Loke? So there was that song, and then the other big one was oh, Wild Thing. Jamie's I think I prefer Wild Thing. This okay, a little, a little more of a mm, jam. <laughs> a little more drying to it. We need to drop the uh, sample of that turtle. Yeah, I should get that on there. That'll fit right in there, actually, won't it? So yeah, Total <laughs> was a... Uh, a big act back in the MTV days. For a minute, yep. He uh, parlayed that into uh, what he was in, like Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and yeah, well, he was in Heat. He had one of the best best lines in Heat ever. Was, he says, uh, "He says this slick ain't no joke, man." It's like the whole the whole movie revolves around that line. If he doesn't right. say anything about slick, they never find the, they never find De Niro. They never find. Kilmer, they never they never break it up. Pacino strikes out. Tone Loke is essential to heat. <laughs> Had coffee with him a half hour ago. <laughs> I was just <laughs> I was bitter when that song came out because of the you know the double rip off of Van Halen in it. And now using you're the, a DJ using the guitar lick and that that drum fill at the beginning are both Jamie's crying. So. You still sound salty. Uh, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm no longer salty, but I was salty at the time. Same way I, I hated the Beastie Boys when they first came out for similar reasons. And yet you love Vanilla Ice, which is weird. <laughs> that is untrue. I did vanilla have Vanilla Ice might be in. Uh, I'll save it in case Vanilla Ice. All right. All right. I had a so Vanilla let's... Ice story, but I'm going to put a put a pin He's in that. He's more of a snow fan. Let's oh. keep going. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. my informer was take, it? we might have to go to episode two of this podcast. <laughs> there might be another deck of cards for him. Right, we can go back and get more. All right, business is picked up. We've really hit a good uh, good rhythm here with card number two. That uh, MC five. Hammer? Oh, yeah. yeah. What, what did we get? And that's what? the the standard MC gold Hammer. pants too. We yeah, did so oh, it. Oh, MC Hammer with the glasses. We got the gold jacket, the parachute pants, gold just flapping around his neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, card one twenty five. Born oh, oh. Kirk Burrell in Oakland, California. I did not know that. MC oh, you didn't Hammer. know he was a bad boy. I didn't know his name was Kirk for the for the Oakland and. Uh... MC Hammer has not only become the most successful rap artist of all time, wow, but has transcended <laughs> rap itself through his innovative and highly entertaining combination of music, rhyme, and dance. His second album, Please Don't, Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him, 1990, has sold mm. over 8 million copies. Yeah, MC Hammer used to own the world for, for a he time. He did. There. 
And then, like, every good uh, behind the music, then, you know, he lost it all heading into a commercial break. (laughs) I had had both of the – I had his first two albums on tape. I did not because of the reasons previously discussed, but – There it is. This is, I think, prime eighth grade for me. Mm. That's good stuff. See, you can't, you want to, you want to move. Absolutely. So I remember being at Myrtle Beach at the time that, that, well, it was probably a little, you're you're too legit to quit silently over there. Which works wonderfully. That's a whole different story. Also, uh, (laughs) <laughs> also I've uh, been known to do that at some Falcons games once upon a time uh, anyway at Myrtle Beach and that song was a big deal probably it had already been a big deal for too long and just everywhere you went at Myrtle Beach that year people had airbrushed t-shirts that you know had like the beach and the seagulls but then the number two legit Oh, yeah. Oh, quit. Man. Mm, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I wish I had one of those now. I would wear that all the time. Hey, do you um do you think these cards are arranged in a certain way in this pack? I feel like they've loaded them it so that it feels like a magic like pack. Peak, it feels like they like, were the commons in the front and now we're yeah. getting to the uncommons and then well just see if they see if we get the heaters at the end here. With the the benefit of thirty some or twenty some years of hindsight, uh perfect Gentlemen, Adam Ski, Guar, into Tone Loke, MC Hammer. I feel like there's definitely a trajectory. Uh, we'll see if that follows suit. So we're halfway through the 10 hot pop star cards. And. All right. I have to say, I, I was a big Hammer guy. I, I'm, I defend him. I, I can't like see him. who that is. Who is that? Oh, we got a new one? Yeah. Uh, I can't see it. I don't have the video. So. I still can't read that. All right. Wonderful. People are going to love that as they're on their commute. So, <laughs> Alana Miles. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, Black Alana Velvet. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Alana Miles, card 81. Mm-hmm. I knew from the age of five I would be a singer, Alana has said. Mm-hmm. I started playing guitar at 11, an old Spanish classical t- guitar my mother had, and almost immediately began singing. At that stage, Alana was a fan of such singers as Leonard Cohen, Joni Mitchell, and Joan Baez. Joan Baez. Jeez, I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even drinking. She started performing on a Toronto on the Toronto Coffee House Folk Club circuit, singing mostly original compositions. Later on, she formed a rock and roll band. Her demos were so good that Atlantic Records signed her without ever meeting her. Part of the problem with trying to read these is that there's neon bright colors all over this black font, and it's mm-hmm. it's a little challenging to make out. But yeah, the other problem is yeah, uh, you know. It's some uh, filler text on the back of a card. <laughs> well, there's that too. <laughs> uh, did she, you ever that have was any... a good video? It was. Uh, it was a good song. Did she? Yeah. I don't remember anything else by her though. Does anybody remember oh, any other? I mean, I'm guessing there were many albums, and there, you know, there's going to be the super fan that hears this and is deeply offended that. Oh, yeah. It's got some stank mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. I feel it. Like, this fits well with the with um you know Tone Loke I think. 
the same kind of stank. I think they toured together in 92. (laughs) (laughs) That's quite the intro. So you've heard this song. This is... Yeah. You know, but... Just oh, yeah, this it. song, I hear this. I remember hearing this. This was kind of always a deep cut at a wedding in the 90s. I was like, well, this one came out. This one's back. You know, I always see you in the reason. weddings and yeah, sports weddings. event. <laughs> I've heard this song at a wedding. I've always heard them at weddings. So just to give you some stats from Spotify, which I think is interesting. So Black Velvet been played over 88 million times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next song, Lover of Mine, that's most popular, uh, not even cracking 3 million. So she definitely oh. had one hit. And I don't know if I recognize this song. Nope. But it was huge in Belgium. I'm out. It's more of a, a Sweden crowd. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm out on a lot of miles. Oh yeah. Can we get? Are we gonna get like some some rock set or some? Uh... Oh, oh, yes. What did we get? Oh, my God. We got the hot tag. There he is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if you saw my last response on tape. Twitter where I had him on ice and when we were talking about what there might be. Yeah. Oh, uh, right, yeah. So Vanilla Ice, card 143, born in Miami in October 1968. Robbie Van Winkle <laughs> says he hung out with black kids who, by the seventh grade, nicknamed him Vanilla. He moved to Dallas, Texas in 1986, where he was discovered by his present manager, Tommy Quone, at a club called City Lights when one of his friends secretly entered him in a music contest. He won the contest, and this is in quotes, raps down. Mm. Vanilla Ice. Yeah, so That's definitely it. a pro you know, set superstar of the 1990-91 era. I'll admit I had the uh, I had the tape single of that song, and I've also seen two of these artists at halftime at Timberwolves games <laughs> in the last five years and a wedding. <laughs> I've seen Vanilla Ice and Tone Load. If we get Young MC, that's like I'm getting. And then I saw Tag Team just a few months ago too. So, but I don't think Vanilla Ice will play your wedding for about three fifty. Ooh, I like that you just keep going with the uh, Ice Ice Baby. Now this is prime Vanilla Ice wave pressing. His wave had crested long before this. <laughs> said, Turtles, Turtles movie was a big deal. Uh, yeah, well, I almost sent you a, a, instead of thing of him dancing with the turtles instead of the one that I sent on Twitter. There it is. Oh god, so bad. Uh, what's that? Ninety three? I have no idea. I was pulling. <laughs> There's the turtle. <laughs> so it was you know, such that... a big deal back in the day that he sampled Queen. I just remember that being but a controversy for months. Mike, Mike. It goes ding 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 did a ding ding, and his goes ding 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 did a ding ding. <laughs> or so vanilla claimed at the time. <laughs> but I I think 
like now and the way media moves, like mm-hmm. obviously sampling's not a story anymore, but just the pace of that story, it would have been there one day and gone the next. Mm-hmm. I just remember that being a controversy. It felt like for weeks, and maybe I'm misremembering, but that seemed like such a big deal for a long time. Well, it didn't help that he tried to pretend like that wasn't what they, you know, used. I don't know if that had anything to do with because it didn't it, it is him that Suge Knight hung out a window by his ankles, isn't it? Am I misremembering my? I don't know. I early nineties rap stories. Add, add allegedly. I don't know. I, think, I don't know if it was him or it was a producer. I don't know. Was it him? I uh, think he uh, did get rough with him. No, I think he you, did like. You guys fill, and I'll see if I can quick uh, Google it. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't know if he's the guy you got shook up, but I definitely he definitely was not respected in the hip hop community. <laughs> God. No. And I had friends who and I don't want to step on another car you might get, but friends who were into NWA and oh, why can't I think I can't remember the other guy. Oh, Ice T. Yes. Like listen to that stuff all the time and then it was like Vanilla Ice took some of that and tried to get all mainstream with it and it was like enjoyable back in the day like everyone liked that song for the most part in terms of my friends but like i couldn't name you another vanilla ice song besides the turtle song oh what about i don't remember i don't remember people listening to his albums no no uh so here's here's uh uh, an article from la weekly called did suge knight really dangle vanilla ice off a balcony so I, i was remembering the story correctly and i'll I'll warmly quote Vanilla himself here. I went to my hotel room and Suge was there with several people. He let me know he wanted to get some points off the record, Ice Ice Baby. Suge took me out on the balcony, started talking to me personally. He had me look over the edge, showing me how high I was up there. I needed to wear a diaper that day. I was an investor, quote unquote, in Death Row Records with no return on my money. Oh, there you wow. Go. Is that, is that, but he didn't, okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> it's like it's like do you want that on your record or not like it's a good vanilla ice story but does he want to look like a punk or not but then again he's also being a punk to such night which gets him notorious it's like cuts both ways yeah so what i remember about that song is like it was huge you know for a while but then like very quickly there was the vanilla ice backlash to the point that within like that same year 91 that we're talking about um our friend used to torture us by she would offer to drive us. So we'd all be in her parents' minivan and she would take us to where everybody would cruise near our neighborhood and roll down all the windows and turn that song up to 12. And everybody would try to, you know, hide on the floor of the van so that nobody would see us. So it turned in a hurry for, for it's Vanilla. It did. And speaking but, of turning in a hurry, let's we're go. Gonna go on the card number seven, I think seven or eight. I think it's seven. Oh, I think this this band was mentioned. Or, I don't know if band counts. Is that rock set? Rock set. It is yeah. rock set. All right, nice quick, call, quickly, dude. what's your favorite rock set song? Rock you set, card 283. Before teaming up to form the rock duo rock set, both Pierre Gassel and Marie Fredriksson had successful movie, movie music careers in their native Sweden. Mm-hmm. Uh, lead singer, guitarist, popular rock band that sold over a million records in Scandinavia. Fredrickson recorded three highly regarded solo albums in June of 1991. Roxette embarked upon a year-long world tour. Favorite Roxette song? Anybody? You got the look. 
You've got the luck. Yeah. Wasn't that I think, one? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna is go. That, must jo- have been love. I'm gonna must go joyride for myself. Must have been love is a big ballad. That was. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I. But now I'm thinking like you got listen, the look. Listen to your heart's pretty soft. Oh gosh. They have, how many? They have four, five. Yeah, they they had several. It's solid. You know, sometimes I used to think this was a Wilson Phillips song, but <laughs> that's hold on. Maybe they're maybe they're the the closer in this de- in this pack. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still going Joyride for myself. Joyride. Nice. <laughs> oh, so this was in Pretty Woman, which is a movie I've never seen. Yeah. What? At least not the full thing. That's another podcast. Wow. That's. Get ahead here. Yeah, don't. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. So, Joyride's a fun tune. Where's that? Okay, at? we don't have to do the whole catalog here, Jesus. Oh, well, I think we do. <laughs> I celebrate the entire catalog. <laughs> Mike's got a rock set tattoo. Can you do he? a podcast where we're talking about 1991 and you haven't seen Pretty Woman? I'm not sure that. Yeah, really. I mean, I feel... I've, I've seen. Probably seen the whole movie, but right. not all sitting. Yeah, and it's not like something I'm proud of. I've just never, like, I've <laughs> never also seen Dirty Dancing the whole way through. I mean, it's one of the few artists that we've seen so far that have more than like one or two popular songs. Yes, I think they're actually the they've had the most hits out of any of these artists so far. I think uh, so. Well, I mean, Gore. Well, has. <laughs> Now, MC and, Hammer has MC Hammer has uh, you can't touch this. Pray was a big song. Too yeah. legit he to had, quit. Uh, too legit to quit. He had too legit to quit. He had bumps in the rumps or bumps. I in the bumper don't know that that was very big. I think it was yeah. more notable because of there that. was a couple more off. I feel confident a, that Roxette had the biggest number of. I think hits, but. I think you're right that Roxette probably did. Although I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna, guessing. I think that, Hammer has a couple more off that album though. I mean, I'm guessing that. Uh, both Too Legit to Quit, Wild Thing, and uh, Ice Ice Baby were all bigger hits Sold, than anything yeah, that, yeah. that the Roxanne had. But I mean, if you're going with saber metrics and advanced stats, I think maybe Roxette wins. But we'll see. We got two cards left, I believe. All right, let's do it. Oh no, I don't, I, I I'm gonna uh, need your help on this. Left turn. I uh, can't read it. Who's that? So it is Alexander O'Neill. Oh, yeah. Minneapolis. He's a Minneapolis so, artist. Car 291, soul singer, Alexander that- O'Neill's 1991 album, All True Man, shot to number three on the R&B charts. A lot of my songs for this album are more socially conscious th- this time around, O'Neill mm-hmm. explains. Mm-hmm. So I want to get to people... What? Yeah, I want to get to people, make them see that it's time to take charge of things. It's really hard to read these. With a huge following in England... O'Neill culminated a 1989 UK tour with eight sold-out shows at Wembley Arena. Not Wembley Stadium, but Wembley Arena. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm at a loss. Chad, you seem to be familiar. Hang on, you're cutting out there. I don't know him. Oh, I just know he's I just know he's a Minneapolis R&B kind of fixture, and I think he's been around for a while. I don't know his music that well. I'll fully admit, though. 
So yeah, a popular know. song on Spotify is something called Criticize. Ooh, I like that, though. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that scene of yacht rockiness in this. Yeah, I like that. It's such a quiet storm there. It's good. He was signed by Prince to Warner Brothers. Yeah. So yeah, he's got a. So yeah, but beyond right. that, I don't. I haven't oh, seen him at a Timberwolves game. He was in the time. Oh, he was in the time. So okay. he was. So right. they were signed by Prince to Warner Brothers. Then, in a disagreement, he left the band and was replaced by Morris Day. Oh, interesting history here. Mm-hmm. I saw the next card out of the corner of my eye, which is is wonderful because it ties into recent events. Oh no! <laughs> oh, there's a lot of recent events, Mike. It's, it's not. It's actually not the last card. It's the second to last card. Okay. Oh, good. What do we got? Oh, we got a little uh, hair. It's, it's definitely hair. Is that extreme? Is that extreme? extreme. Oh, yes. nice. Man. Nice. Yes, we have a card with the members uh. of Extreme. Extreme 2, Porno Graffiti, 1990. Yeah. Multi-platinum LP by the Boston band Extreme crashed the top 10, spending most of the year high on the charts. The band calls the album a funked-up fairy tale, a loosely built storyline purposely left open to interpretation. Singles from the LP <laughs> include the hits Wholehearted, Get the funk out and the number one smash more than words. Yeah. Wait, hold up. They had a song called Get the Funk Out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you don't they like a funk band? what you, what see, you here, see here, get, get the, the funk, funk out. out. Yeah. What the hell? What time were we in? I did not hear this song. Oh, uh, no. Well, you didn't why? apparently own the tape like I did. Why, why did they. Why Hang did on, they get their album Porno Graffiti, though? It's. Extreme members pride themselves on their live show and the far-ranging mix in their music. (laughs) So good. So good. How did this... I don't understand this band. Yeah, this show must have been so schizophrenic for people to go to. Like they're expecting this, they're like acoustic jams, and then they get that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we're at the right show, Barb. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so that's pornography. Very, very for recently, you, Chris hosted a party for a birthday. Happy birthday, if, uh, belated. And one of your friends who performed in hair bands Mm -hmm. back in the day and quite prominently in the L.A. scene and beyond, I believe. Uh, They were a big deal here. And, yeah, he went out. He was out in L.A. for a while. So he he knows everybody. I don't know that, you know, they were talking about the dirt, which we recorded a podcast about earlier Mm -hmm. and just kind of talking about that vibe and how things are maybe different now. So I'm getting ready to leave. I'm packing up my son. My wife is is driving, about ready to drive me home. And he picks up one of the guitars in your house and just randomly starts playing Wholehearted by Extreme, which me and 
at least one other person just starts singing like really <laughs> enthusiastically. <laughs> and I yeah. almost I almost tweeted this out and maybe I did. I can't remember. I know I had it in a draft and I might have just deleted it. But like that next week, I was wanting, I was going to tweet out. Man, hold wholehearted is a banger. <laughs> it's a good tune. Uh, it's still on their uh, set list for the the band that he plays with t- these days with a lot of those same old guys. So people still like them some, some wholehearted. Oh man. <laughs> uh, was that the last card? No. Oh good. <laughs> Do we get Tesla after this? Oh god, I hope so. Watch oh, no. explode. Yeah, please no. <laughs> we, we gotta oh. hear the chorus at least once. Oh, oh. I mean, if you go get the funk out into this, the crowd is just not even gonna have any pants on afterwards. <laughs> oh my god! You finish them off with more than words. It's over. Here we go. They were slow to the sea, guys. Don't wait. It builds up. Can't see. Can't do it. Yeah. You can't stop it. You can't stop the funk. Here we go. It builds up. You get chills. (laughs) Do I? (laughs) Is it? We can see you. We can see your chills. (laughs) You can see it. (laughs) All right. That's a good tune. Wow. <laughs> we could go away, Michael, if you need a moment. <laughs> <laughs> there's the bed in the background. Just make yourself comfortable. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about more than words because there's a story from Chris and I's graduate school days of one person's interpretation of that song that I'm not going to talk about. Here, but it was so, troubling. It's a fine interpretation. And it's, I've never been able to think of that song the same way. <laughs> It's <laughs> Chad will tell you offline. <laughs> All right. Oh, please. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I have my own, uh, my own, my own tales of that too. I so. can probably still bang out a little more than words on the guitar. Excellent. All right. The last card. I mean, after extreme, it's a bit of a letdown. Um, but I'm got? guessing Chris and Chad might have more, more thoughts than I. I, uh, I don't what I that can't is none other than card two sixty nine Donny Osmond. Wow. <laughs> Singer Donny Osmond has worked hard to successfully overcome the image left over from his days as teen star and co host of the Donny and Marie show. After ten years away from the music business, Osmond's nineteen eighty nine comeback album, Donny Osmond, went mm-hmm. gold. And the single Soldier of Love skyrocketed to number two. Osmond followed up this success with Eyes Don't Lie in 1990. Mm, yeah. I don't think I remember Soldier of Love. but So this brings up the wow. question of, is there payola when it comes to the cards that go into this set? There's got to be something behind this. I mean, this is, this is an amazing array of talent, in quotes, uh, you know that that are in this card set. Um, I don't know. There's got to be something that's went into this, though. They had to be paying. Well, right. to be included. I don't think that even has his these albums that they're mentioning on Spotify. 
I can't even find this Soldier of Love song. Right. This is what I'm saying. Like, I I mean, maybe Donny Osmond made a comeback with some people. I mean, Donny Osmond was a big oh, wait, deal. Go. Soldier of Love. Uh... But oh, no. did they think, like, placing his card in the set was going to break him back open? Oh, no. Sounding very George Michael. Yeah. But... Mm-hmm. Oh, I know this song. Yep. I just want to see if I hear it, like, understand them. Oh, okay, yeah, I've heard it. So, wow, he's still still in the, uh, 61? What's that? I said he's still only 61. Uh, he and Marie are ending a 11-year run at uh, the Flamingo in Las Vegas in 2019, or maybe it has ended at this point. Mm. Um, so yeah, he was a big deal, but not really in 1991. Instant win card. Oh, what do we win? The more you save. What, what, oh, what? it's a scratch off. What I gotta we... find something to scratch it off. <laughs> hey, it's it's Chad's That's other a great way to end stream. <laughs> so excited! <laughs> this is great. Let's this see. Scratch, my... scratch, and win. What if it said you win a trip to Australia? That would be amazing. <laughs> so I sad. We have to go. Won that. Just go, even though like no one's paying for it. That's, so, you know what? I want to do this again though, so we can get an NXS card. I'll I'll get a tattoo. NXS card's a good one, and that will be in there. Uh, I'm off the uh, hook for for bad religion though. That was the that was the last card. Yeah, that was that okay. was the last card. Sweet. I mean, Guar got me a little worried there. Like I was not expecting a Guar card in there. <laughs> what is I it? I can't. You keep holding these up. Your camera does not focus on these things. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Try again. Sorry. Ah. <laughs> All right. Wait. Wait. Grand prize: a musical walkabout down under, including airfare and hotel and concert tickets. Yeah. It doesn't say yeah. who's at the concert. Um, ACDC. First prize, 25, 25 first prizes, a four-ticket concert package. There's no way that's true. Second prize, 500 of those. You get a Superstars music card CD. Oh, gross. Wow. <laughs> Third prize, it says there's 1,500 of those. You get a Superstars music card T-shirt. Wow. Um, fourth prize, 3,000 of those. Superstars music cards Mini collector album. Yeah, they were mailing in on the prizes there. You could tell this yeah, is, this I, was it, at the height of the the collecting like card collecting boom. This is right when you know the market. I, I was buying a lot of hockey cards, some yep. comic book cards, probably football yep. cards. Yep. It's quite the array of artists. It, it was a fairly good variety. Um, and maybe Donnie's in there because they were doing like maybe you have other cards like you know uh you know big artists of the past the same way you buy a pack of baseball cards and there's like a Babe Ruth tribute card in there. Not like, not hey, that Donnie is Babe Ruth of music, but you know I'm just saying. It's it's Zeppelin. All right. Um. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know how that was going to go. I think there was a little bit more obscure folks than I than I had thought. But there's also some heavy hitters. MC Hammer. Well, I mean, depending on your your view of heavy hitter, there was what, one artist that I I mean, I have enjoyed me some Guar, 
I definitely listened to the hell out of that extreme album at one point in time. Yeah, you did. Uh, I think that's about it for me, though. So can we recap? Who do we get? What, what do we get now? I'm yeah, trying to yeah, think no, back. It was a, it was great, a long great journey. Point. Yeah, great point. Mm-hmm. Card number one, we have Perfect Gentleman. Yeah. The uh, New Kids on the Block sounding uh, band with producer Maurice Starr Sr. Mm-hmm. We had the, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, Adam Ski. Yep. Acid House space, DJ. Yes, the Acid Skinhead, which apparently he was nicknamed. Uh, that... The combo of Adam Ski and Taguar was really something. Mm-hmm. I was getting really <laughs> worried about the bad religion better at this point. That was, that was quite the transition, a little jarring. Um, mm-hmm. We learned about the band names, uh, the names of the band members of Guar, which is always entertaining. Mm-hmm. Then we had two hip-hop heavy hitters in that era. Tone Loke and MC Hammer took a little bit of a... Most an intermission with Alana Miles, a little bit of a downturn, very soulful downturn. Then we uh, business picked back up when Vanilla Ice entered. Uh, then really Roxette had the place rocking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, then we were a little flummoxed by Alexander O'Neill. And then, I mean, really the, the headlining act was extreme, let's be honest. <laughs> so they, they propped up Donny Osmond at the end to uh, close things out. This is like the worst music festival ever. If, <laughs> if you show up and that's the lineup, like you know, who who are you gonna who are you gonna go put your blanket down for? Is it, now tell me this: who has the more eclectic crowd, that festival or when I saw Rage Against the Machine and Wu Tang? Uh, I mean, I think Rage and Wu Tang do sort of go together. There's, I I definitely think. This crowd at this crappy, you know, imaginary music festival is going to be more varied and also old. Your friend's going to be very disappointed when you're making fun of Extreme and he plays Extreme songs. <laughs> no, he won't. He he, <laughs> he 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 knows me. Listen, he did not seem to be playing that ironically. That's all I'm saying. Um, I mean, he's not playing it ironically. He's playing it because like, you know you know the person who picks up a guitar and starts playing Wonderwall. Like ironically, or a Champagne Supernova, or something. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're looking for a reaction. Right. Yeah, that was that was not that moment. No, no, he was not playing it ironically. I mean, I do know he's pressed them to play more recent music and whatnot, but you know, I'm not I'm not banging on wholehearted necessarily. But you can answer my question. Like, you get to that music festival, all those bands are playing. Where where are you, where are you taking your blanket? Huh. Which you mean? Which stage? Yeah, which which stage are you going to? Well, I think of all the performers there, I would say it's split. I think Roxette would be interesting, um, but I'd probably be most interested in seeing Extreme, just because that's probably mm-hmm. what I'm most familiar with. Yeah, we knew that was your answer, Chad. Wh- where are you going? I'm sorry, you guys have been breaking up, so I'm having a hard time. Sorry, I was saying if you go to a music festival and these cards are the lineup or they're all playing simultaneously at said musical festival, which one are you going and throwing your blanket down to listen to the full set? Oh, boy. Gosh, that's a tough That's a tough. uh, You know, I might go see Hammer. Yeah. Just because I think he would be so desperate <laughs> he's such a <laughs> he's such a like i mean he really was like a machine like right back then and he's i think he would be 
I mean, are we talking we see them now or in 91? I was thinking more like it's now, not 91. Because okay, my answer now, would definitely be different. I'd be with Mike at the Extreme Show if it was 91, but that's not where I'd go now. I don't think where, I could take where would the you go pornography. Now? I mean, they're not all around anymore, but let's just suppose for a second that, you know, I can go see them. I, I'm 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 going to go to Gore. Just for the experience. Yeah. That makes sense. That's a valid answer. Gore is awesome. It's a valid answer. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Mike's still on going to extreme. No, I said I think it'd be extreme, but I'd also be curious. I think Roxette would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Not as fun as Gore. <laughs> Not as fun as Gore. <laughs> I would get less messy at the Roxette show. I might get kind of. Would you? You sure about well, that? <laughs> I might get like knocked over and trampled at the Guar show. Yeah, I'm too, I'm, I'm too old for that stuff. Oh man, that's that's not right. Well, Chad, this has been a gift that uh, continued to give as we've been talking about this for weeks. We finally made it happen. Yeah, and that was. It, it seems like if you got another pack, it would be that much more interesting because now we have a little bit of a feel. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. or you find some other kind of retro thing. I uh, did notice the same. Uh, the same people made a Yo MTV Raps uh, product. Oh, mm-hmm. don't make me do the Ed Lover dance. Nice. <laughs> so we've we've kind of focused on music with the three of us here. I don't know what the next topic would be, um, but that is something we'll have to game plan for the future. Right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that maybe Chai can join us for uh, the the overrated underrated bands one uh, with Matt Damon. I I feel like one c- can we tolerate a four man booth with Matt here? <laughs> Two that would probably be like a six hour podcast. As it the, should be. The uh, break it up. You know, well, we could break it up. It could be like serial, just like an anthology. <laughs> yeah, a year-long series. O- Odyssey of musical hyperbole. Yep. That's the tagline right there. <laughs> musical hyperbole. <laughs> Chad is just in the dark now. I know. You're, I, the folks at home can't see this, but all of a sudden I look over – and it's just total darkness, <laughs> except for the glare the on the is, monitor on Chad's glasses. It's the witness the, protection The sun has gone right down. I, I'm too far from the light switch to get up and move. Oh, so. Chad is, is missing is that 60 Minutes voice of, whoa, what I was right. thinking when I went to that. <laughs> it's like he's in the witness protection program to give these takes on, you know, Perfect Gentleman and Vanilla Ice. <laughs> I was really hoping for a Bell Duke to whole car. <laughs> you and me both. Poison was slamming. Yeah, it's right. still, it's still, still. I, I can I'm gonna... get more cards. There was they had other versions too. Did you mention Yo MTV Raps? There was a Yo MTV yeah, Raps one. Those cards too. So I would love if to get a, a set of those. There's a Ball one. I Ooh, mean, yeah, yeah. There's there's you know Ricky Rackman content that just needs to be explored and talked about. Is there one that's 1990s college radio? <laughs> uh... <laughs> I could make yeah. one out of a uh, bead <laughs> notebook for you. And... Well, to steal a line from the uh, Monday Night Wars, that's really going to put asses in the Oh, yeah, for, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's my Fugazi card. Oh, uh, yeah. Fugazi card. Yep. Oh, R.E.M. 
Well, but good times. Fugazi wouldn't have our things I was listening to in 1991, incidentally. <laughs> I'm going to take this uh, Chad is in total darkness as a sign that we should wrap this up. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, I'm going to post some pictures of the cards on Twitter here. Um, let's see. I'm going to do the hashtag ProSet Superstars music cards because no one else is going to be using that hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> using that one. They're, they're going to be sitting at headquarters being like, why are we trending on Twitter? <laughs> or I could just do hot photo cards, but that might, who knows? What yeah, that could, could bring that up. Could, I don't know what you're going to do that. Could go yeah, could do like Alana Lowe or something. Yeah. So Pro Set Superstars Music Cards, that's quite the hashtag. That is. But that's what hashtag. we're going to go with. All right. Hashtag so if you're curious to see these pictures, you can follow me on Twitter at the IDM. Uh, Chris, do you want to give out your Twitter location? At Ink Zinga. <laughs> oh my God, are you dying? Ink Zinga for me. <laughs> and Chad, I think you might like just to be left in the dark. I think that's <laughs> no, I'm good. I, I am at Gil, Gilmaniacal, if you can find me. I need to take a screenshot of what, what you look like to us right now, because it's pretty fantastic. <laughs> Can I get the turtle one more time? Before we, go? <laughs> we, need, we need a turtle. You want another turtle? But I gotta bring it back up. I've been looking up Wikipedia articles on Roxette, and <laughs> hit me with turtle one more time. You're a little late with that uh, Roxette information. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That co- Thank is that you coming much. through? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, it's it's coming through. <laughs> you know what else is coming through? Freezing. Oh. oh man, I think this is the new theme song for your podcast, isn't I'm, it? I'm Carlton dancing in my chair to this. Oh, All right, man. see you later, fellas. All right.